0: Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable and it is time for Let's Talk About Jesus, our weekly Bible study right here on our website. Thank you for gathering with us around the Word of God today. In this day in particular, when there are so many discouragements and so many distractions to to break our focus upon Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. We want to talk to you today on a subject. Teach a little bit, preach a little bit, and just get the Word of God once again in focus so So that God can show us how to persevere under the pressures and the distractions and the discouragement and the temptations of the last days in which we are living. And so we're going to be talking about the power of perseverance. The power of perseverance. If you have your Bible, please turn with me to James 5 and verse 16 where it says, Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another that ye may be healed. Listen, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I love the Amplified. It says, Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued, the underscore continued in your heart and mind right now. Heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic, And it's working. I want to go ahead and read 17 and 18. Elias or Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. Uh, how, was he a lot like us? Did he get discouraged when they put a bounty on him? Did he go and hide in a cave? <laughs> did he cry out in discouragement? I'm the only one left in Israel that is jealous for God. And <laughs> did not God have to tell him that he had thousands that haven't bowed their knee to Baal and to get him out of that cave of of isolation and that cave of discouragement. Amen. But, but what, what made the difference? Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, subject to temptation, subject to discouragement, distraction, and, but, and he prayed earnestly but he prayed hallelujah that it might not rain it rained not on the earth by the space of three years six months he prayed again and the heavens gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit amen he prayed and he prayed again glory be to god if you have your bible continue turning turn with me to acts 2 41 and 42 on the subject of power of perseverance it said it says then they that gladly received his word were baptized the same day and there were added unto them about three thousand souls and they continued once again to steadfast in the apostles doctrine and in fellowship and in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. They continued. You see, this is the power of perseverance. They continued. They persevered in the doctrine. They continued in the Word of God. They continued to receive it, continue to grow because of that. And in doctrine, and in fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. The word continued here in the Greek means to be earnest toward a thing in effect, to persevere, to be constantly diligent in anything. The amplified, oh, wait a minute, let me let me back up a moment. John 8, John's Gospel, chapter 8, 30 and 31 says, if you continue in my word, <laughs> hallelujah, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But it all begins with this persevering heart, persevering attitude and activity. Amen. To be constantly diligent in anything. When I was bivocational for about 12 years out of the almost 50 years of pastoral and evangelistic ministry, when, when I was, when I was bivocational, I, I remember walking into the break room and there's uh, a whole bunch of people in their tables uh eating a snack and drinking coffee and what have you and someone said preacher preacher didn't didn't the bible say that or didn't didn't the bible say that that the truth will set you free i said well yes and no <laughs> it does say you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free but it begins with if you continue in my Word. You see, there's a context to every text, and you can't understand the text without the context. Someone said a text without context is a pretext, and we need to know the Word of God, and we need to know the words that are within the Word of God, because those words have weight, and they explain so much to us. Amen. They steadfastly persevered. Uh, Acts 1 and verse 14 says these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication, supplication in in that definite request to persevere means to strive in spite of difficulties, to strive in spite of of difficulties there will always be a contrary wind to to the kingdom of god there's a conflict between kingdoms right here in the not only in the heavens but manifesting itself right here upon the earth amen we have enemies that are going to come against us and and the key to victory <laughs> is to persevere amen L- listen to what mark R. Douglas said I've heard this before you may have but it's interesting to me to read it uh, in this in this teaching today he said your key to personal success is persistence or perseverance Uh, let me tell you a story he said about one of America's outstanding failures in 1831 he failed in business in eighteen thirty two, he was defeated for the legislature. In eighteen thirty three, he failed again in business. In eighteen thirty four, he was elected to the legislature. In eighteen thirty eight, he was defeated for speaker. In eighteen forty, he was defeated for elector. In eighteen 18- 43, defeated for Congress. In 1846, elected to Congress. In 1855, defeated for sentence. The Senate, rather. In 1856, defeated for vice president. In 1858, defeated for the Senate. In 1860, In spite of all of these setbacks, all of these defeats, all of these opportunities to throw in the towel and quit, he was elected President of the United States. His name, Abraham Lincoln. This is the power of perseverance in, in, in politics in particular here and in business, but this power is really emphasized spiritually in the Word of God. Let's look at the power of perseverance in Scripture. Second Thessalonians 1 and verse 4 said, So that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure. What what caused them to endure? How did they endure all of the contrary winds that blew against them like a hurricane? Amen. Patience here is the the Greek word for endurance and constancy, patient continuance. One translation is very good. It says, therefore, we boast about your perseverance and faith. You see, there are different words for patience in the Bible. And the word that we need to not get mixed up is when patience is rendered in the Greek and the Aramaic, and it's rendered perseverance because it doesn't mean to sit down, Take a number and wait your turn. It doesn't mean sitting in the doctor's office until they call your name and being patient that way. It means to persevere. It has the activity of faith in it. Faith not giving up, not backing down, not breaking down under pressure. Amen. This this Greek word translated patience in the King James is is Translated this way, 29 of the 32 times it occurs in the New Testament, but is better understood as perseverance. This word is used here in Luke 21 and verse 19, where Christ says, In your patience you possess your soul. In your Perseverance in your continuance. In Matthew's Gospel 18 in verse 29, another Greek word is rendered patience have patience with me and I will pay thee all. That kind of patience is, is to be long-spirited or long-suffering. This is patience to wait with. But the other word that's used more frequently in the New Testament is patience to run with. Patience to, to Continue to endure hallelujah. That's what it means when it's used in Hebrews twelve and verse one. Let us run with patience. Say perseverance. Perseverance. Let in other words just keep on keeping on. Let's don't get this is not a wind sprint where you burst out of the gate and there's a burst of energy for for you know just a few yards. And then it's over. This is not the hundred yard dash. This is running till we finish the race (laughs) hallelujah amen the apostle paul put it this way i finished my course i persevered i continued steadfast in the faith in the doctrine in all that i was i was called to be steadfast in and god through his grace and his mercy amen has helped me to Persevere. I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. <laughs> Amen. I've finished my course. Amen. Hebrews twelve one, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Or let us run, as another translation says, very accurately, let us run with perseverance. In Matthew twenty four thirteen the word rendered patience here is rendered endure. But he that shall endure to the end shall be saved. You see, the Scriptures tell us that we are in great need of perseverance so that we can stand firm in the face of opposition or temptation to endure trials and testing while keeping faith with God. God needs our perseverance in order to accomplish His eternal purposes in His people. And to keep his promises to honor our faith. And this is a great need, isn't it, today? Hebrews 10, 32. For ye have need of patience. You have need. Say again, once again, perseverance. It's this word that is used. This keeping on, keeping on. For you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Hallelujah. We must keep on keeping on. In spite of our setbacks, disappointments, and discouragements, God has heard our prayer. His promises are still true. His word will not fail. Don't give up. That's the message today. Don't give in. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Now more than ever. There was a heavyweight boxer years and years ago in the early days of the pugilistic sport. Hallelujah. Gentleman Jim Corbett, who held the heavyweight boxing crown for five years at the end of the 19th century, this is what he had to say on this subject of perseverance. Fight one more round. When your feet are so tired that you have to shuffle back to the center of the ring, fight one more round. When your arms are so tired that you can hardly lift up your hands to guard, fight one more round. When your nose is bleeding and your eyes are black and you're so tired you wish your opponent would crack you on the jaw and put you to sleep, fight one more round. Remembering this. The man who fights one more round is never whipped. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, at the close of the first day of the Battle of Shiloh, with serious Union reserves, General U.S. Grant was met by his greatly discouraged chief engineer, James McPherson, who said, Things look bad, General. We have lost half our artillery and a third of our infantry. Our line is broken, and we are pushed back nearly to the river. Grant made no reply, and Macpherson impatiently asked what he intended to do. Do? Why, reform the lines and attack at daybreak. <laughs> Won't they be surprised? Surprised they were. The battle was won. The enemy routed before 9 a.m. in the morning. Listen, this is a great truth today. No one is defeated until he gives up. No one is defeated until he gives up. And the message today is don't give up. Persevere. In your patience possess you your soul. You have need of patience, the Scripture says, that after you've done the will of God, this kind of, of, this word for patience is persevere. You have need to keep on keeping on. In spite of what it looks like, in spite of what it seems like, in spite of what it feels like, we are to keep on keeping on. Now, the enemy of our soul is the master of discouragement through distraction. Most often, getting our eyes off of Jesus and getting our eyes on our s- on ourself and how we feel and how, how broken we may actually be emotionally. Listen, but spiritually we are to rise up and continue to pray when we see no change, continue to believe when we see no change, continue to stand Firm, Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. In the faith and stand firm in the truth of God in spite of anything else that may come to distract us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, laying aside every sin and weight that does so easily beset us. I'm going to tell you, discouragement is a weight that you cannot run with for long. Before long long you will give out you will give in and you are in danger of giving up lay aside listen everything's not a sin but there are things that are an encumbrance to us running with perseverance the race that is set before us when you get your eyes off of jesus Amen. Listen to how that that plays out. Lay aside every sin and every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you. And run with patience. Here it's rendered once again perseverance. The race that is set before you. Looking unto Jesus who is the author and finisher of your faith. What? can keep you keeping on when you're distracted and you're thinking of how you feel and what it looks like? What keeps you keeping on? What are we looking to Christ? How is that going to change the dynamic? How is that going to change our circumstance and change us so that we can keep on keeping on. Well, let's read it from the top on down. <laughs> Amen. Lay aside every every weight and sin that does so easily distract you or discourage you. Looking unto G Je- and run with patience the race that is set before you. Perseverance. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Consi- don't stop. Context. Listen. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith, consider him, not yourself, and how you feel. Listen, consider him that suffered such a great contradiction of sinners against himself, amen. Where, where did the greatest consternation of sinners against Christ occur when they brought Barabbas out and Jesus beat almost half to death before the cross, amen, and they cried Barabbas, Crucify him. Crucify Jesus. Free bereft. Consider him. Consider him suffering and dying. As a sinner would suffer and die in our place upon the cross. Consider him that suffered such a great contradiction. Amen. Of sinners against himself. Lest you be weary and faint in your own mind. See, here's the power. The power of perseverance is so important. I was reading that scripture I just quoted to you from Hebrews 12 beginning with verse 1. This power of perseverance is really brought out in context beginning with Hebrews 10 and verse 32. For you have need of, and I'm going to use the correct word here in the Greek, perseverance, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Amen. We need to persevere. How do we do it? Next verse says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. (laughs) Hallelujah. For he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. You see he's going to come in his timing. <laughs> we want everything yesterday, don't we? We want it right now in the moment that we believe. But the Bible said what we need to do when we believe is persevere until the answer comes. It doesn't mean to sit down. It doesn't mean, you know, there's an Old Testament scripture I want to bring forward right now. I'm just going to quote it. You've heard it before, it's a very important scripture. They that wait upon the Lord. Now that word wait in the Hebrew shall mount up, it says, with wings as eagles, that they shall wait, they that wait upon the even young men are gonna run and be weary, and they're gonna run and they're gonna give in and give up and faint. But they that wait upon the Lord will mount up with wings as an eagle. They'll run and not ever get weary. <laughs> They'll walk and not faint. Amen. Oh friend of mine, this word wait is not a passive word. It doesn't mean to sit down and say when the Lord gets ready, you gotta move. The Lord's ready. And we need to move. Praise God. Amen. We need to exercise our faith by persevering in faith by not looking back but not being distracted look neither to the right nor to the left where do we look looking unto Jesus getting our eyes on the prize and off of ourself praise God amen we need to persevere that's so important that's why the new testament is so full of these words for patience that it interprets endurance perseverance. Keeping on, keeping on. That's why Jesus said this, asking it shall be given you. Is it a snap answer? The moment we ask? The day we ask? The millisecond we ask? (laughs) Amen. No, it isn't. Because it's in the continual sense. It implies Perseverance before God. It is, it would actually render this way, ask and keep on asking. Not asking as if He hasn't heard, but continuing because we know He's listening. Hallelujah. It is not passive. In fact, the root word for wait, they that wait upon the Lord, is to bind together by twisting. That's not sitting idly waiting for God to show up and show out. No, that is believing God and trusting God and looking to God and persevering in our faith. Because something's going to give if we don't give up. Something's going to give if we don't give ground to the devil. Something's going to give if we don't give in. And it's not going to be God. Hallelujah. Believe me. I prayed for my son. This is a personal testimony. To come to know Christ as his Savior for decades. I prayed for him to come come to the saving grace and knowledge of Christ. He was a PK. He grew up in church. He grew up in Sunday school. He had a Christian mom and a Christian dad, grew up in a Christian home. But he, like the prodigal son, went his own way. And it was away from us, away from our influence, away from church, away from the Bible, away from God. But in his heart of hearts, that holy seed had been planted and I'm going to tell you if you if there may be someone you know that is is so far out into the world and into sins and into the darkness of this world that it looks like there's no hope and there's a danger that we will kind of say well we just turn them over to God see that kind of waiting is not what we're talking about we'll just give them to God and forget about it no we will continue to pray even though though they continue to seemingly go deeper and further into the darkness of this world. We need to keep on keeping on. I made a covenant. I said, I'm going to pray for him every single morning. I don't care what he does, what I hear that he's done, uh, what is going on in his life. It was hard. (laughs) This is not easy. But there is a sufficiency of grace to keep on keeping on. Hallelujah. Amen. And I I covenanted in my heart. I I remember when my son became ill and he started having seizures and and he it it took years before he came to the place. You know, the Bible said that some uh, having compassion will make a difference. Others are as firebrands plucked ...out of the fire. The fires of judgment, the fires of hell, the fires of destruction are already... ...they're already on fire. The wrath of God is already abiding on them. But if you cast that, if you grab that firebrand, that piece of wood that's already on fire... ...and you snatch it out of the flames, the fire will go out and it will not be consumed. My son was snatched out... Because of intercessory prayer. I dare say that someone prayed for you, dear friend. Someone. Maybe someone you knew. Maybe someone you never knew. But you'll know when we get to heaven. Called your name before God and stood in the gap and made up the hedge for you. They persisted in prayer prayer for you. That's why we're told in the new covenant to pray without ceasing. That simply means to persevere. It doesn't mean to just mumble a prayer all day long. It means to never give up on prayer and therefore never give up on God. Hallelujah. In your patience, in your perseverance, you possess your soul. Amen. The Apostle Paul put it this way in the New Covenant. He said, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth. Perseverance is in play here. Reaching forth to the things that are before. Here it is. I press that means to strain forward what does to strain forward and keep on against the wind against the, the grain against the culture against the circumstance against the devil against the doubt against the fear against all those things I press toward the mark For the prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ. I strain forward. In other words. I persevere. Glory be to God. Amen. You have need and I have need. Amen. Of patience that after we've done the will of God. We might stand on his word. Stand on his promise. Keep on believing him. Ask. Keep on asking. Seek. Keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. All three statements of Jesus involves perseverance. Perseverance in prayer. I kept asking God for my son's salvation. It took decades. Was there temptation to to just quit persevering and just say, Lord, I put him in your hands and forget about it. Just let the devil just take control of the whole situation. Oh, friend, I remember... When my son said, dad, when I, I never know when one of these spells is coming on me and I, I, it's like I pass out, wake up in the hospital. And, and he said, but sometimes I think, oh, I get afraid and but he had come full circle back to the saving knowledge of Jesus when this was occurring. And he said, dad, I just go and lay down on my bed and I just call the name of Jesus I just and I find peace and I find rest no matter what happens see he persevered in faith when he gave his soul and heart to the Lord gave himself to the Lord hallelujah amen and he knew he knew. That his body had been actually destroyed by, by some of the sins that he had been involved in for so many years. And he told me one day, and he said it with a twinkle in his eye. He said, Dad, I'm gonna beat you to heaven. <laughs> I said, no, you're not. That's not the way it works, son. He said, no. He said, I, 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 I'm gonna beat you home. He quit even talking about heaven. As heaven, he, Always, once he came back to the Lord, he, he just kept, kept calling it home. And he said, Dad, I'm going to be going home soon. Well, the doctor didn't say that he was going home soon. They were treating him. And actually, uh, he was responding to some of their treatments, but still having those spells as we call it, those, those, those those things that would come upon him and he would go unconscious and wake up in the hospital and then we, he would come home and he he didn't know when it was going to occur again but he just kept looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of his faith amen we came home from church one sunday Just a few years ago and there was a fire truck and there was a, the fire rescue and there was two police cars at my son's house. He lived right by me at that time. And we knew, we knew he was home. He was home. He was home. All of those years, all of those tears, all of those fears. And yet we kept on believing God, trusting God, seeking God, persevering in intercession. And I'm going to tell you, it was worth it to see the peace he had to go home and to see him fully restored in his Christian walk, fully restored, amen, in his life, experiencing the peace of God that passes all understanding and longing for home hallelujah yeah he beat me to heaven but it won't be long till i'm going to be with him and i'm going to be with him forever praise god is it worth it how long do i have to pray (laughs) pray without ceasing that's how long however long it takes because if there's a soul headed for eternity if something that important is on the line we just never stop we never give up we never give in. We never concede defeat. We fight one more round. And my challenge to you today, you may have gotten knocked down. <laughs> you may have got knocked down three times already, five times already. And I, I challenge you in the name of Jesus Christ to get back up and fight one more round. Because you are are not defeated until you quit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Knocked down, but not knocked out. Glory be to God. Paul put it this way about perseverance. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. We are are cast down. Do we give in? Do we give up when we're discouraged? No, we're cast down but not forsaken. God's there to help us and give us grace and mercy. If we don't give up on Him, hallelujah, He hasn't given up on us, dear friend. We are cast down but not forsaken, persecuted but not destroyed. Don't let the devil hornswoggle you, hoodwink you, make you doubt God's keeping power today. We are are persecuted. The actual Greek word means chased as a deer. When someone is hunting him to bring him down, the devil is relentless. He perseveres, doesn't he? It's time we begin to persevere against him. We are persecuted, but we are not destroyed. Praise God. But what did Jesus tell Peter? Peter, Satan has desired to have you. It's in the plural, you all, meant Peter and the rest of the disciples, that he may sift and us today, that he may sift you as the wheat. But what did Jesus do? But I have prayed for you, that your faith would not fail. And not if you get through this, and if you're converted, but when you are Strengthen your brethren. That's what I'm doing today. Because man, lady, I have been down. <laughs> I have been lower, lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut, as the old timers used to say. I have been deeply discouraged. I have been deeply wounded. I have been to the point that I, I, I didn't, oh, I, I don't have time to go into where I was. But that's not where I am am and it's all because of the grace of God that gave me what I needed to endure and not only just just take it but to keep on keeping on in spite of it we have this treasure it's the in an earthen vessel amen and this flesh is weak But if our spirit is willing, God is going to help us to overcome today. Dear friend, don't give in. Don't give up. Cast not away your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For God is going to keep His promise in His timing. He's not going to fail if we don't give in and we don't give up. Get up. Fight. One more round. The fight isn't over. And it will never be over as long as we're in this faulty body, in this fallen world, with a formidable foe in the enemy of our soul, the devil. But let's don't back down, don't back off, because we have a faithful father who says, call on me. In the time of trouble, I will deliver you. And you will glorify me. Psalm 50 and verse 15. Today if you don't know Jesus as your Savior. You're in danger of not only getting knocked down. You're in danger of getting knocked out. Of the devil being able to overwhelm you. Overcome you. And many times through circumstances. The suicide rate soars in one of the richest nations in the world because of discouragement and depression and people that can't face one more day, they can't fight one more round and they just want to end the pain and the suffering. That's not the way out. The way out is Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Who is the author and finisher of your faith Consider him that died for you on the cross Suffered for six solid hours That he might say Father, forgive them That he might intercede In his pain, in his agony That he might persevere in prayer For us, for you today Run to him Run to him Look to him Fight one more round and you'll never lose another round. In Jesus' name.